John Holland is calling for greater government risk. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I have my Stein of coffee and I thought we'd have a look at this article from commercialrealestate.com.au, originally from the Financial Review. It's about John Holland calling for government to take on more risk on bigger projects. Now, in all honesty, that would be, well, what you'd expect to hear from John Holland, you know, a big builder here in Australia that works on well, infrastructure projects and these exact type of projects. So let's have a look at this and then just look at how John Holland is owned. So government will be forced to take more risk on big infrastructure projects to get them going quickly to stimulate the economy as it recovers from the pandemic turn downturn, John Holland Chief Executive Joe Barr said. So he's calling for the government to take on more risk. Now, the government taking on more risk means that every citizen in the civilization takes on more risk. The government taking on more debt means every citizen in the civilization takes on more debt. If you're a mmt -er, the government printing more money means that it will have to introduce more taxations to manage the economy in the future on the citizens of the civilization. One way or another, we're always screwed. This is the thing with the MMT magic. It bites us. It bites us back later. It's no different. It's no different. It'll bite us back later. Sometimes, you know the old saying, if something's too good to be true, it is too good to be true. Rolling out publicly funded road, power and telecommunication projects that will get thousands of workers into jobs quickly would speed up a rebalancing of risk profiles that have made infrastructure work unsustainable, he said. The government understands the need to put jobs into the market in order to front load stimulus or economic recovery, Mr. Barr told the Australian Financial Review. This issue will actually move us quickly to rebalancing the risk reward profile. I mean, what are the infrastructure projects that people are talking about? Now, I'll bring up a website here that I have, Infrastructure Australia, everyone. And this is just an example of some of these projects or ideas that are being explored. Let's just zoom in. We'll look at Queensland. Let's you know have a look here in regional. What do we have? A rail corridor upgrade, a rail corridor upgrade, transport network maintenance, Bruce Highway initiative there, the Peak Downs Highway realignment. What frustrates me with with these projects, oh, well, I want the map view. I can't turn on this thing. What frustrates me with these projects is that many of them, either at state or national level, are infrastructure, as in, well, sorry, not inf they're all infrastructure, but the transportation more than anything. There's nothing here addressing the long-term potable water needs of our civilization or the uh, infrastructure to invest in maybe nuclear energy something to reduce our power costs. And anyone who tells me that solar is the way of the future, the problem with that is, guys, regardless, the majority of it is manufactured overseas. So again, it's Australia becoming the world leader in importing shit. That's what it is. Okay? It's... So... Many large infrastructure projects, such as Sydney's 12-kilometer light rail, and Melbourne's $11 billion metro rail project run into trouble. 
adversarial and risky nature of construction contracts in Australia has prompted some global insurers to stop offering coverage to engineering and building companies and pushing up costs. Well, there you go. I mean, we're seeing this also in just the multi-res sector. Mascot Towers now, they're looking at having to sell the building and abandoning it, selling it for the land value. Just think about that, guys. And then some of these stories we hear about these infrastructure projects, just how they're blowing budget after budget after budget. How much the workers are getting paid on these sites. It's very cushy. It's a premium. Because it's government money, you know. Mr. Barr's China Communication Construction Company-owned contractor and developer is part of joint venture with CMIC-owned CPB contractors that in January terminated their tunnel subcontract with client Transurban on Melbourne's 6.7 billion Westgate Tunnel project siding force majeure over the disposal of contaminated soil. Well, there you go. And, and this is one of the issues I wanted to raise. John Holland is owned by CCI. CCI or CCC International Holdings Limited is owned by, majority owned, by this company, which is the China Communications Construction Co. And you can see here from their annual report, and I'll zoom in, they have a 63.8% stake in CCI. Now, CCI is their investment arm, essentially, for foreign investment around the world. Now, this company, the China Communications Construction Company, it's a state-owned enterprise. So essentially, the state of China, the communist-controlled civilization, has controlling shares in John Holland, which is pushing for more infrastructure projects here in Australia, which is you know, making healthy profit. Where's that profit going to go in the end? Yeah, Should. Should. If we're going to have stimulus, should we target Australian-owned businesses so more of the money flows through our economy before it heads overseas? Now, don't be foolish in thinking that everything's going to stay in one country. It, it, money flows around the world. But before a big chunk of it heads offshore, you want to move, you know, you want it to wash around our economy a little bit more. You know, you want it to, to flow through the Australian economy. You want the money to be spent several times here, several transactions fueled here before it goes over to China. Because what will happen, it goes over to China, flows through their economy, comes back here, buys up our property, and then what do we have? We've got, you know, huge amount of foreign investment in our housing, and then we've got housing affordability off the charts and housing prices climbing up. And remember, this if it's all government-funded or government-stimulus, which a lot of these infrastructure projects are, it's funded by government debt, which is the responsibility of all of the citizens of this civilization to pay one way or another, either in taxation to you know pay it off or taxation to, to manage the economy with all the modern magic they think they're doing. Fundamentally, it comes up to us being forced to provide labor to the state. One way or another, guys, that's what it is. You know, that's what it is. We just have, you know, different freedoms and, and different uh, different luxuries. It's just a way of life. You've got to deal with it. I mean, we can bitch and moan about it. That's a freedom we still have in Australia. Some people don't. We need to take advantage of that freedom to bitch and moan about our taxes, guys. 
The joint venture parties said they were not responsible for the unexpected cost and difficulty of disposing of contaminated soil after new policies were introduced by the State Environment Protection Authority on the handling of pre- and polyfluorinated alkali, alkali, alkali substances. John Holland reported a $59.6 million loss in the 12 months to December. State governments are looking at ways to keep construction, which directly employs about 1 million people, going during movement and social restrictions to prevent the spread of the illness. And I know some of the builders we're working with are doing, using, you know, very smart approaches to how they're staging their teams to minimize illness. On Wednesday, New South Wales said it would review developer infrastructure levies and all taxes. We need to change all these words just to taxes so people realize how many taxes they're paying. And also announced a 60.5 million maintenance program on public housing properties. The industry is already pulling together wish lists of shovel-ready projects for governments to fund. But the stimulus demanded by the illness recession economists are predicting is unlikely to prompt governments to agree to more exp expensive projects, says Daniel Wood, program director at the Grattan Institute think tank. I can't see any strong rationale that you should have a shift to the risk burden in the risk burden, she said, particularly if the private sector is at lower capacity and looking for the stimulus support. It doesn't seem clear that the government should be, in effect, paying more for than they would have been prior to the crisis. Victoria's Transport Infrastructure Minister Jacinta Allen did not respond directly to Mr Barr's comments. We'll continue to work closely with industry partners, unions and employers to protect workers' safety and their jobs while continuing to deliver projects that will keep Victoria moving, Ms Allen said. The government said construction was continuing on the Westgate Tunnel project with more than 4,000 people still working to widen the Westgate Freeway and build the bridge of the Maribyrnong River and new connections to the city and city link. Boring of the tw twin tunnels connecting those parts together would start as soon as long-term sustainable solutions to, disposal, to dispose of the soil was found. Doing so was the, res was the responsibility of Transurban and the joint venture, the government said. CPB contractors and John Holland are carrying out a tender process to source an appropriate site to dispose of the soil, the government said. Well, there you have it, guys. There you have it. I mean, what do you think about all of this? What do you think about all of this? Do you think, do you think, with the culture shift that we're having now resulting from working remotely, you think the need for all of this transportation infrastructure will be as high if more people adapt to this remote working? I wonder. I wonder. I wonder how many people are going to realize, you know what? I'm not going to do that commute every day. To hell with that. I'll work from home. We've done it for six months or we've done it for two months. Let's keep doing it. How many businesses will start staggering their workers or reduce their office size? We'll have to see. We'll have to see. I don't think it's going to be magic back to normal. I think people will learn from this. Regardless of what you're saying in the comments that no one will learn. I think they will. I may be a cynical, white-haired old bastard, so going faster wide, but I think people will learn. Anyway, guys, thanks for watching. Like, share, and subscribe. If you're a fan of the channel, let me know your thoughts and opinions. And if you want to support us, there are a few ways you can. You can join the channel as a member on YouTube or on Patreon for a small monthly fee. You can support us via our affiliate links at Amazon or eBay, 
or KuCoin, an independent reserve for the crypto traders. You can send us gold using Gold Pass, buy our merch from Teespring or Heiser Says, or support us via PayPal. Thank you to everyone who's helping support the channel. It makes producing the content, buying the software and equipment I need, a lot easier. Take care, guys. Enjoy your weekend, and I hope you're avoiding all your weekend chores as well as I am. <laughs> See ya.